0: God's design for marriage is found in Matthew chapter 19. Jesus said, at the beginning, the creator made them male and female. For this reason, a man will leave his mother and father and be united to his wife, and the two will become one flesh. Welcome to By Design from American Family Radio. Welcome, welcome again to By Design here on American Family Radio. I'm Will Addison, joined by my wife, Miki. On this episode, and just to remind you that by design's mission is to educate and encourage people to embrace God's design for marriage and family as the fundamental building block for all human civilization and to celebrate the union of one man and one woman as the objective institution that produces human flourishing.
1: That's right. We believe that God knows best yes. and he has designed what he intended to design. We submit to it. Marriage is not our idea. We simply agree with God and mm. uphold the standard. Amen. And we do that even upholding the standard. We do that by God's grace. Amen. I mean, that's, you know, that's I think something that is often over- overlooked when we talk about marriage. People are just sort of like, and you just got to get in there. You just got to white knuckle yeah. it. You just got to stick it out, you know, yeah. but God has put um His spirit in us, yes, and we really downplay the Mm. work and the role of the spirit of God to Mm. enable us to do the things of God. Like, I mean, I was thinking recently because I was talking about an illustration where um, we were sharing with other married couples, Mm -hmm. and just talking about how sometimes you have the you know least likely um, person. Asked to do a task, you mm-hmm. know, and we have six children. Um, many of our listeners would be familiar with that fact. Mm-hmm. And, you know, one of our kids, um, the fifth kid, Sam Witt, uh-huh. is the one who always does way more than yes. is required of him in that
0: moment. The most.
1: He does the most. And <laughs> I mean, they're just things that, you know, he does not want to take the path of least resistance. Yeah. He wants the path of greatest which could be used resist.
0: by God for, for for God's glory absolutely you know absolutely. in the right direction
1: and and it's the steering <laughs> yes. that really kind of gets to us as parents like yeah. right, it's it's that and I was thinking about this um this moment that we had with him not too long ago where you and I were talking and he came into the room where we were and as he came in mm-hmm. and he walked over to us I remembered that and this is like mom life. You pour a cup of coffee, the coffee sits on the counter. <laughs> and and then it's not like what you expected it to be by the time you get to drinking it again. It's not hot. That's right? why you I have
0: mean, microwaves. That's right? why
1: you have microwaves. And and, <laughs> and I use them. Just throw that coffee cup in there and just keep warm. And this can go on for hours. But I was in this cycle of mm-hmm. like, there's the coffee mug. It's mm-hmm. way over there. And so Sam Witt, who is five, he walks in and um, he's headed over to us. And I'm like, Sam wait, can you bring over mommy's coffee mug? Mm. Knowing that it's been sitting there for a while, mm. it's perfectly safe for him to bring over. He can be entrusted with this task. And you mm. gave me this look like, I'm mm. like, ah, because
0: I know Sam Witt. I know it won't <laughs> just be bring me the mug. It's yeah, a, it's, but know? I'm
1: like, I'm like, but let's, you know, he can do it. Yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, right. Yeah. And, and, and so, but. Um, here he, he goes, uh-huh. he he goes over to grab the mug and you're kind of making the face like, mm, I don't know Not if this a good is, idea. you know what I mean? And what does he say? No, sooner as he's walking over, he says, I'm going to close my eyes. Mm. He says it out loud as he's doing it. I'm going to close my eyes. There you go. So he's walking over with the coffee mug. I'm going to close my eyes. And and you have this moment where you're like, why did I trust him with that (laughs) task. I know him Uh that he's going to do the impossible on purpose. (laughs) Like he's going to, you know, but I was thinking about that in terms of marriage, Mm. right? Like God has entrusted us with something that is more significant than we realize. The Bible teaches us, and we are so familiar with these passages, but I think we downplay mm-hmm. the significance of it mm-hmm. that marriage is a picture of Christ in the church. Mm-hmm. So God has tasked us not only with preserving the institution of marriage, right, but He's preserved us with or He's tasked us with preserving the picture of Christ and the church. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And really, we are all Sam Wit.
0: <laughs>
1: On our own, yeah. we are all Sam Wit. We Pretty are like, much. oh. Okay. You want me to bring the Okay. Well, I'm going to do it this
0: way. Right. Our own and ability, uh, our own mindset, how whatever we, we think. You, right. Yeah, right. Yeah, you yeah. know, just
1: where we're, we are all Sam Witt, but yeah. there is a, there is a difference that I think is so important and that we cannot miss. We cannot ignore that. Unlike, you know, me just giving Sam Wit the task and hoping that he can find it in himself to carry it out.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: God has given us the task, but he has put himself in us. Mm. The Holy Spirit Mm, God mm, mm. indwells us to carry out every task that God has entrusted to us. That's right. And often we miss this or we don't feel it. Mm -hmm. And the reason we don't feel it is because we think that marriage is just a good moral idea. Come on. Right, mm. and so we're like, we're like, I'm gonna preserve my marriage, mm. and then and then we tell people we're like, and marriage is good for children, so mm. we're like, we're gonna stay together for the children. Mm. Again, human effort, mm-hmm. right? And then we say marriage produces the best possible outcome financially for children, so we're like, I'm gonna stay together, mm. and again, human effort mm-hmm. trying to secure a human result. Right, but when we look at our marriages and we say, wait a minute, God has entrusted us, yeah, with saying something about him in the earth. Mm. This is huge. Like this, this goes well beyond um, for the sake of the kids or for my own personal security or because it's culturally good Mm. for me. And all of these things are are true and they're good good
0: good. But the holiness of God.
1: That's the thing, Yes, the renown of who God is in the Mm -hmm. earth, Mm. the fact that God is wise, the fact that God has said, and it must be these things. Mm. I think if we could prayerfully return to a right fear of God Mm. and a right recognition that what God has called us to do, he by his spirit equips us to do, that's right we might not be white knuckling
0: it until he returns. Yeah. And I don't know if we apply that to marriage, uh, that, that the Holy spirit he's given to us even to help us, you know, in our marriages, Amen. that we can't do it in our own strength, man, that is tough. Right. But man, we have the advantage of the Holy spirit living inside of us. And man, when you talk about the holiness of God and you think about Ephesians chapter five, that this is a picture (laughs) Of Christ in the church, on. it's huge. It's huge. That's a big responsibility, Absolutely. but God has given us the ability to do it through His Holy Spirit. Yes, you know, not like you say, white knuckling it. Yeah, or, you know, I'm I'm going to will myself to have a great <laughs> marriage. Yeah, but what about God, who is uh, intricately involved? Yes, in um in our marriages, He He desires to 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 be at the center. That's right. But a lot of times, we we kind of default. To what we default to the flesh. Yeah. You know, how can I do this? How can I do that? Yeah. Without uh, allowing the Holy Spirit to have his place in a a marriage.
1: Absolutely. And I think, as you rightly point out, this default to the flesh here is because we tend to make ourselves just individually. Mm. Um, We tend to make ourselves way more important than than we are i mean we are important Mm -hmm. but we tend to start with ourselves right Right. rather than starting with god and saying okay god you are communicating something what is that and why have you so equipped me to uphold what you are saying not Mm -hmm. what we think is good what we think is right what we think is true but what is god saying and he has equipped us to maintain that Mm -hmm. i think this picture is kind of um is kind of like drawn for us in the book of Job. Mm. And unfortunately, many of us think because of the name of the book that the book is really about Job. Mm. (laughs) And I can understand that. Like, right. We grow up thinking that the book is about Job and, I mean, as you read it, the book is about Job, but the book is not about Job, right? right? Like if we go back and we look at the account, we look at how it begins. Mm -hmm. How does it begin? It begins with a presentation of the enemy to God. Mm -hmm. All right. So, so we have this man who is living life, minding his own business, right? Mm Mm-hmm. But where does the where does the plot of the story thicken? Mm -hmm. The plot thickens when all of the sons of God come to present themselves, (laughs) and Satan is there as well. (laughs) And then there's this interesting exchange, right? There's this interesting exchange between God and Satan, where God is like, "Where have you been?"
0: Right? (laughs) Like
1: what? What's going on? And, and, and not because God doesn't know the answer, exactly. right? But these things are written for our learning. Yes. That we might understand our adversary. Mm-hmm. And so what does Satan say? He says he's been going in and through the earth. Like mm-hmm. he's, he's been roaming. Yeah. Interestingly enough, mm-hmm. we will learn in the New Testament right. that that's how our enemy operates. That yeah. he prowls like a, mm-hmm. a roaring lion mm-hmm. seeking whom he may devour. And why is it important for us to know that? Because when we read Job mm-hmm. and we read the question that God asks of Satan, the Lord said to Satan, from where have you come? And Satan answered the Lord and said, from going to and fro on the earth and from walking up and down on it. And what is the immediate next question? The Bible says, and the Lord said to Satan, have you considered my servant Job? Wait, Mm. what? It's like, that's a moment where like the record scratches, right? Like you're, (laughs) you're like, like, wait, hold up a second. The music stops here because it's like, wait, what's Job got to do with this? Mm. Well, the obvious implication is that Satan is communicating to God. Oh, you know, just been out looking for people to destroy. Mm, mm, and God mm. says, have you considered my servant Job? Wow. Wait, 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 why? Right. And then the exchange continues. And, and this is, and I'm, hopefully we'll, we'll see how this all ties into marriage, right? And mm-hmm. what we're tasked with doing because the exchange continues. And then Satan actually says, um, Does Job serve you for no reason? Mm -hmm. Now, why does he say that? Because God says, have you considered my servant Job, that there is none like him on earth, a blameless and upright man who fears God and turns away from evil. Then Satan answered the Lord and said, does Job fear God for no reason? Have you not put a hedge around him and his house and all that he has on every side? You have blessed the work of his hands and his possessions have increased in the land. Which, by the way, this is why we begin with learning about who Job is. Mm-hmm. Because now the attack from Satan will make sense. Right. So, the, so yeah. the beginning is just the background so that we could have it. Right. But the full thrust of the story is this exchange between God and Satan. Right. I mean, right. it is fascinating for yeah. us to understand this, right? And then in verse 11 of chapter one of Job, um, Satan <laughs> says to God, but stretch out your hand and touch all that he has and he will curse you to your face.
0: Mm.
1: That verse is so key for the entire book of Job, mm. because that verse tells us what this whole thing is about. What is this about? This is about an attack on the worthiness of God, mm. the holiness of God, the otherness of God. This is an attack on the glory of God. What is Satan's charge? Satan's charge is that you are not worthy that Job should follow you. He only follows you because of what comes from your hand. But if you remove all of that, then he will curse you to your face. Why? Mm. What is Satan is saying? You're not worthy.
0: Yeah.
1: And so how does that apply to marriage today? Well, we exist in a culture where what was once culturally normative, people Mm -hmm. get married. Mm -hmm. That is the natural progression of how we grow and mature. Mm -hmm. Like Mm we, it's, it's, it is accepted in the culture, Mm -hmm. right? But wait a minute today. Now it isn't. Mm. And so the question for us today is similar to the task that was in front of Job. Though everything changes around us, though the standards of man changes around us, Is God worthy? Mm. Is he holy that we preserve his renown in the earth? So when Job is like losing all that he has, Mm -hmm. right? Man, it's amazing that God is communicating to the enemy. I know this man. Mm. I know this man. Mm. So you can touch everything that he has, but you must spare his life. Right?
0: Yeah. So even like in marriage, I'm thinking, you know, the enemy attacks. Right there, you Come know, on. you touch, you touch the things that they have, or you touch, you know, this uh, particular uh, thing that's dear to them, Come even on. in their family. And Maybe the like
1: loss that. of a child, yeah, miscarriage, infertility, yeah, all of these things, miscommunication, yeah, yeah. or man, at at the very worst, infidelity. Mm. You know, th- these struggles that we have, so we face these things and we say, ah, the institution's not worth it. Mm. But what is the institution? God yeah. has said that it's a picture of Christ in the church. Wow. So when we renege on that, when we pull back from that, what we are saying is, ah, God's not worthy. Mm. He's not, I mean, it, it's not, you know what, it doesn't, it doesn't take all of that. Our task in marriage is, is far greater than we realize. Mm. We look at Ephesians. We often jump to Ephesians chapter five as well. We should. I mean, mm. it, it's right for us to do that. We look at, um, you know, how wives are supposed to submit mm. to their husbands. And, and you know, we look at marriage and, and this wonderful picture and this mm-hmm. husband's loving their wives as they love themselves, right? I mean, and this, these things are the things that we should be focused on. And then Paul gets to this mystery here. And we're so familiar with it, right? He says that this mystery is not marriage, but this mystery is this picture of Christ and the church. Mm -hmm. But before you get to Ephesians chapter five, in Ephesians chapter three, Paul says that the manifold wisdom of God is revealed in the church. Mm -hmm. Ephesians chapter three, verse 10. So that through the church, the manifold wisdom of God might now be made known to the rulers and authorities in the heavenly places. Yeah. So the task of presenting to any culture a picture of the church is huge. Mm. The Bible says that the manifold wisdom of God is revealed in the church. Wow. And then Paul follows that through. This is his letter to the Ephesians. He right. follows that through. By the time we get to chapter five, the chapters are added later, but by the time we get there, yeah. he's already built up the case to say that the church The importance, the importance of the church cannot be overstated. This is a huge deal. And marriage plays a role in painting a
0: picture of that. So think about that. You know, we're talking about marriage, but in all different um, ways, how are we presenting the church to the world, but also to it says rulers and authorities in the heavenly places. <laughs> what kind of picture <laughs> are they seeing? And man, when you think about it that way, that the responsibility that God has given, given the church, mm-hmm. you know, empowered by the Holy spirit. Like we can't do these things on our no, own, we cannot, but through the spirit we can. So man, what kind of picture are we, have we painted, you know, not for the world, but also for rulers and authorities in the heavenly places. I mean, because the angels wow. long
1: to look into these things, right? Like man. the angels marvel mm-hmm. that God became man and dwelt among us mm-hmm. and gave himself for us. And so in the heavenly realm, there is like the, wait, wow. Okay. I mean, this, this is wild. <laughs> the, you, you know, and but here we are. On the receiving end of that, and God even is saying in the formation of the church, taking these people who were excluded from the commonwealth of Israel, Mm -hmm. right, and bringing them into this new family. Mm -hmm. We Now we call it the body of Christ, Mm -hmm. the bride of Christ. I mean, this is hugely significant. The wording here is not accidental. It's very intentional. And then saying that these things serve to provoke interest in heaven. Mm. These things provoke interest. It's Which like
0: amazing to consider yeah. because we would think of ourselves down here as like beneath what's in heaven. Yes. Yeah, so so uninteresting. A, right, right, right. But, but we're we have quite a responsibility here to show forth God's goodness and his holiness. And even those in the heavenly realm, you know, they are interested in what's going on. Come
1: on. Here on earth. Come on. With and the church. With the church. Wow. I mean, because you think about it, like, I mean, look, the, the, the heavenly bodies, mm-hmm. right? The, the, the sons of God, mm-hmm. as they were called in Job, mm-hmm. I mean, they are not participants in this.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They
1: really are observing yeah. this, Yeah. but what has God invited us? These frail people who, man, by great distinction from the beginning wow. are made in his image. What has God invited us to do? God has invited us to show who he is in this earth.
0: Yeah. yeah. We
1: have been, um, Against our own, you know, willingness.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Now, I would not say against our own doing because Adam has infected all of us, yeah. right? So we have entered, sin is systemic. That is the one thing that is systemic. Right. You know, everybody's, you know, but, but against maybe for me and you, like say Will and Miki, like we would go, man, I'd never enter into a fight and get in the crosshairs between Satan and God. Like I wouldn't want to be a part of that, oh, right. but we have no choice. <laughs> Those of us who are made in the image of God, who have now been brought back into right Mm -hmm. relationship with God, we're in the crosshairs of this battle. And what is the war over? And I think about this in terms of marriage. What is the war over? The war is over the worthiness of God. Mm-hmm. If we see our marriages as an attack on the worthiness of God, the holiness of God, the wisdom of God, Ephesians Man. three says that the church is the manifold wisdom of God yes. revealed manifold, meaning multifaceted. Yes. You think of like a um, like one of the a kaleidoscope mm-hmm. that when you turn it and you see these different lights, mm-hmm. uh, uh, light um. F- Reflections of light or however you describe it, like that they shoot through this collide. Mm-hmm. That's what we're talking about when we're talking about the, the manifold wisdom of God, the multifaceted. You you see yes. Every time you turn it, you yeah. see something different. And the Bible says that the multifaceted manifold wisdom of God is revealed in the church. But wait, wow. there's more. Marriage is a picture of that. Wow. Lord please don't let wow. me spill the coffee.
0: Yeah so when you when you when you concentrate on the topic of uh, the institution <laughs> of marriage yes. as a picture of you know revealing God's holiness for those who are in Christ and understand this it 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 raised the stakes you know on our marriages like yes. how important the that the picture is clear that it's seen you know of who God is Amen. through our union.
1: It's an incredible weight. Wow. And 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 it also and it for I would say it further raises the stakes because it also says how in the world can I preserve that? And the truth of it mm. is you can't.
0: Mm.
1: I can't. Mm-hmm. We can't right? because marriage is not just a good idea. Mm. Marriage is not just good for culture. It's not just good for families. It's Mm. not just good for children. It's not just good for an economy. It's not just good for a nation or a people group. Marriage is an eternal representation of God's commitment to the bride that he has called out and purchased by the blood of his son. Mm. So there's got to be an additional measure that doesn't just depend on our human effort. Yes, there's got to be. And what is the Holy spirit mm-hmm. indwells us mm-hmm. the Holy. So when we're in our marriages and it's tough mm-hmm. and, and we're like, I cannot do this. We have to constantly go back to mm-hmm. the fact that he is worthy. Amen. Say, God, you are worthy, but he doesn't understand me. And I, every time I try to communicate with him, mm-hmm. there's just this blockage right mm-hmm. there. And he, he's not, he's not meeting my needs. And, and what we have to continue to say is God, you are worthy. You are worthy. That we will uphold this standard, not mm-hmm. because we feel like it, mm-hmm. but Lord God, that we might prove the enemy wrong by the spirit of God who indwells us. It's not our own strength. We are not right. going to just prove Satan wrong. We can't do that on our own.
0: Right, right.
1: But what we are going to do is we're going to say, God, you said to us that you would not leave us as orphans. Mm-hmm. Right, right. You refer to this so much, Will the Great. You say this all the time, but that another one like Jesus would come, the
0: Holy Spirit, the helper. And he said it would be to our advantage that he goes away, that the helper would come and that he would be not only with us, but in us.
1: In us.
0: Man. And so with that (laughs) realization, we think about marriage. Our marriages should be at a place where they can't lose Amen. in the body of Christ. Amen. And so, but when you look at the reality of things, there's a lot of fractures in Christian marriages yes. and in in the body of Christ. Man, so we have not really gotten this uh, concept of what the Bible is saying about the holiness of God That's that it. is displayed through our marriages. It's, it's been, and, and look, the efforts have been great.
1: Like the the efforts and the, the conferences and the mm-hmm. counseling sessions, mm-hmm. these things have been great. I mean, there's nothing wrong with 10 steps to a healthy marriage. Mm-hmm. But I think what we have downplayed to our detriment yeah. is the holiness of God mm-hmm. and the worthiness of God, that the reason we fight for our marriages is because the attack is not on us the attack is on god it's mm-hmm. always been a battle between god and satan this charge that god is not worthy we're in the crosshairs like mm-hmm. i mean we are like you know you know we're it's sort of like dodgeball kind mm-hmm. of a thing the ball is going back and forth between you know, mm. God and Satan, and which I, I use that illustration loosely yeah. because it seems yeah. like there's like an actual <laughs> like battle that needs to something. be, yeah, exactly. I mean, <laughs> right. and there just isn't. I right, mean, right, right. God is already overcome. Like right. God is God, and you know, Amen. But in the meantime, the war is over. Whose kingdom mm. enlarges? the fastest right like Mm. Satan's desire is to enlarge his kingdom Mm. and and I think he has used the destruction of marriage because it is such an incredible picture and God has entrusted us with this picture Mm -hmm. which I got to tell you on our own you know man we're we're like I'm gonna close my eyes Mm. we mess it up we mess it up but God has built in a protection for us that we don't mess it up that because we don't get to make up the rules God has already made up I say made up. God has given us the rules. Yes. And and then when you go a step further mm-hmm. and you realize that what God has given us, he has rooted in his nature and his character. Yeah. So he has made these things immutable. Yeah. Right? The commitment, the faithfulness, the love. Um man, it's 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 overwhelming and I think one of the one of the ways that we can overcome Mm-hmm. the temptation. And sometimes the temptation can be so strong. Yeah. I mean, can't it, it can be so strong to just give up. I think some of the ways that we overcome that is that we recognize, oh man, our battle is not against flesh and blood. Mm. This is not just a war on Will and Mickey. Mm. When we miscommunicate or when we um, have a, a season of coldness where it's mm-hmm. like, man, why are we not just connecting? Like yeah. why, why are we not just able to, be one like Mm -hmm, why mm -hmm. are we fractured we have to recognize that it really is not about you and I and just our feelings it is about destroying the manifold wisdom of God as displayed in the earth we're talking about the church yeah and if marriage is a picture of Christ Mm -hmm, in the church mm -hmm. man we've got to contend for our marriages because God is worthy Mm -hmm. because God is holy Mm -hmm. and he has given us an incredible responsibility but I'll just double back to it here And, you know, this cannot be overstated. Mm -hmm. He's given us this um, responsibility, but he has put himself in us to carry it out. So, so, so what does that mean? What does that look like? It it looks like maybe we do read the books. Mm -hmm. You know, there are books that will encourage us that will, um, we've learned some very practical stuff from reading books on marriage. You know I mean? There's some practical things that you can learn, but when the practicality kind of runs short Mm -hmm. and you're like, I've done all those things. Yeah.
0: What have I left to do? Right.
1: (laughs) It's sort of like the rich young ruler when he comes to Jesus, he's like, you know, I've done all these things from my youth. I've kept all the commandments and everything. What have I, what have I left to do? Mm. Right. Jesus strikes right at the one thing that he knows will be most difficult for him. Exactly. It's like, sell all that you have and come follow me. He's like, Oh man,
0: do that. See
1: about that. Yeah. I have a lot. Yeah. You know what I mean? I have a lot of stuff and I can, I cannot give that up. And so even today, When we say, I've gone through all the 10 steps, Mm -hmm. I've visited the conferences, I've gone on the marriage retreats, what have I left to do? God points right at that thing that we feel we're unwilling to give, and that is our obedience to him because he's worthy. Mm -hmm. That is our submission to him, that is our dying to self, because this picture that God has entrusted to us is not about marriage and a happy life. This picture is about holiness mm. and preserving what God has meant to display for the earth. This picture is Christ and the church.
0: Man, you know, that has to uh, just kind of marinate in our spirit.
1: Yeah, it's heavy. We,
0: we have to understand that. And I think the understanding of that, you know, is brought about by the Holy Spirit, you know, uh, really revealing that to our hearts. Amen. But what it makes for is a, a more a dedicated, you know, um, I guess. Pursuit of God's Amen. will, Amen. you know, in, in our marriages, and we will see that is much more than just our happiness, or our on. you know. But man, the glory of God, the glory of God is revealed through our marriages.
1: Amen. So we're not just trying to get to the end, get the kids raised and off. Mm-hmm. What we are saying is that God is worthy.
0: Yeah, God He is, is worthy. worthy.
1: Amen. In every way that we live, He
0: is worthy. Well, let's take that to heart. You know, thank you for listening to By Design one man, one woman for life. And we, again, we appreciate you You're listening to this. And hoping, I'm hoping that this has ministered to you and that this would be something that you can take and say, man, you know, I want to apply this to my life.
1: Amen. Make sure you check out the website, uh, afa.net slash design for more information to stay connected and encouraged. We can do it because God has put his spirit in us to help us carry it out.
0: Amen. God bless.